Welcome in everybody to the My Pets Wellness Weekly Wellness Podcast. My name is Kevin Crispin. I am the Chief of Staff at My Pets Wellness. As always, great to have you back. If you're new, welcome in. As I said, today we're here with Jamari. Hey, Jamari. Hello, Kevin. How are you? I'm well, how are you? Doing well. So, Jamari, let's start by this. What do you do here at My Pets Wellness? <clears throat> Okay. Well, um, <laughs> it was um, it's been an inter very interest interesting uh, uh, flows of events. I started here as a, a technician for a telehealth mm -hmm. uh, platform that came out in the aids of uh, COVID. Pet parents who were not able to reach out to a vet and had questions where if they needed to take their pet in or not, or, you know, potential high uh, times of exposure then. Uh, and now I am the manager of the concierge center for my pet's wellness. Wow. Okay. So <clears throat> unpack that a little bit. You <laughs> said that you were a tech, so we're going to talk, I mean, that's going to yes. be the subject today. Obviously you're the subject matter expert here on vet techs and everything. The concierge center, that's, that's, um, our team that is <clears throat> answering the phone and assisting customers. Correct. Is that correct? Okay, great. So, um, started as a vet tech and now you're managing the concierge center big jump obviously uh and you said that we started that kind of in the quote age of covid of which we were still in but like in the real height of it so quick jump excuse me big jump in a quick amount of time right i think that's fair yes, to say that's very fair so we're definitely going to focus on on the tech side of your life but other than that and other than your um <clears throat> really poor choice of baseball teams Tell us something else uh, about, tell us about yourself. Um, well, I was born and raised in the islands. I moved to the States when I was a young teenager, just 13, and lived in Jersey. Uh, always had a passion for animals and became a vet tech in the year 2007. Oh, wow. So you've been doing this for um, yeah, 13, 13 years. 13 years. August 2007. And when you said the island, do you mean? Dominican Republic. Dominican Republic. Okay, okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. um, and so you lived in Jersey uh, from age 13 on. Yes. Always had a passion for animals. Yes. So wow. <clears throat> so you've been a vet tech for 13 years. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. So you have a ton of experience. Um, talk about, and this is something I had no idea about. I say that almost every week on this podcast, <laughs> which is I had no idea about X, Y, and Z. It's pretty much the way you can describe my life. But I had no idea about the importance of the relationship between the vet and the vet tech. Yes. First off, for anybody who's maybe listening and doesn't know, give us a brief description. What does the vet tech do? Well, a vet tech does basically everything that a human nurse would do in any animal setting. Okay. Uh, and then take it a step further, then you also become, in, in extended cases, you have to be a emotional or mental support for your team on site, uh, your, your pet parents or your clients. Um, and you have to be a cheerleader in the times that balance for that, where you see a situation kind of not going so, so happy. Um, but yeah. Emotional and mental support, you said. Yes. And it seemed like it was going two ways, the pet parent, as well as the vet. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Let's talk about what do you mean when you say there's uh, emotional support between you and the vet? Like, is that like if something bad has happened, you have to be there to kind of, as you said, a cheerleader to rally? Can you tell us a little bit more about that? 
Yes. Um, so I I have found myself in times where I've seen one of my one of my vets at the time, you know, at the moment that I'm working closely with. This could be the surgery setting, or this could be in a very difficult um, traumatic like setting for a client in an exam room mm -hmm. where I, I can see how my vet is becoming or starting to feel a little defeated and just being there to provide additional um, options or just support yeah. um, of how can we alleviate the situation in any way. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just, just being there. If they're stressed out while they're doing a surgical procedure and you know their favorite, favorite band, play that favorite song. And what is usually their favorite Beatles song? You got me. Oh, probably a day in the life or in my life. <laughs> anyway, um, so other than that emotional support, <clears throat> you know, as you're 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 uh, going from appointment to appointment. Yes. Talk about that relationship, and and I, I love the description that you said of like kind of like a human nurse, but more. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which is not to take away, obviously, from human nurses, but Absolutely. your responsibilities. So, <clears throat> talk about as you go throughout your day with a vet. Why is it important that you guys are totally aligned on what's going on? So you may have one client waiting for the vet to enter the room. This could be the client that you just went in and collected some history, but that doesn't necessarily say that you don't have three other cases that are pending that either are hospitalized and there's other things that you have to do um, to proceed or go about the day. Um, so having that open communication um, enables you to better listen and okay. keep track of what tasks are due next. Um, so say I go into the exam room, I get a full history for the present patient and client. Mm -hmm. um, I will relate all that information to my veterinarian. And as the vet goes in, I will follow in, assist, restrain, do whatever I have to do. And then once my part is done in that end, um, my responsibility is to in cases where you're trying to efficiently manage your time, I will exit the room once I get the clear from my vet, go to the treatment room, create a treatment plan that the doctor was talking about, uh, and check in on the other patients that we have waiting for yeah for treatments. Yeah, that's a lot. So you got to. I mean, it's my astute analysis. Uh, <clears throat> so you have to have good communication. Absolutely. Right? And you just said there, check in with my vet. Does that mean just a look? I mean, or does that depend on, on <clears throat> excuse me, who you're working with as a vet tech? Both ways. Absolutely. Okay. Um, you know, you, you get to that point where you have such a close connection with your veterinarian, especially if it's one that you tend to work with in a, in a regular basis. And by regular, I mean you're pulling a 10 to 12 hour shift uh, multiple times a day during the week. Um, so... You get to know each other. You 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 develop a familiar sense of. Well, sometimes a look and tell you like I'm ready for this, or right. yeah, mm -hmm. it's, and you you just have to have that connection. And with that packed day, yeah, <clears throat> as you were saying, you have one patient in uh, maybe for an exam. You have three. You have follow ups. I believe you said so. There there's a packed day where you also um, <clears throat> there are follow ups for a patient who's not even there. Right? Correct. Yeah. Yes. And then making those phone calls and mm -hmm. then having to find a private room to make those phone calls, that mm -hmm. type of stuff. Right. What about a time when you were 
in a pretty uh, fast environment. It was a day of let's call it eleven appointments in eight hours or something oh, like that's that. A slow day, that's a slow day. That's a slow day. <laughs> let's call it uh, uh, twenty appointments in eight hours. Oh yeah. Okay. So that's more like <clears throat> it's a pretty crazy day. Nah, that's a regular day. Okay. So you, that's it's all pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah. So it's fun. It's fast, but it's, it's yeah. It's just nonstop. Yes. Give us an example of a time that there was really good communication between you and a vet and that that helped make uh, you said earlier that uh, that you have to that you feed, that you're supporting the pet parent you're supporting the vet and maybe a time where that communication helped you do your job in that respect you were able to support the vet you were able to support the pet parent and also continue throughout the day um well that unfortunately comes like every day. Mm. Um, that's not something that ever stops. But if I can recall one a specific situation, we had um, at a previous clinic where I worked, a client came in, it was a brand new client, pet had not been to the vet in a couple of years, uh, and was coming in for potential end of life uh, services okay. because it was snapping uh, at the kids in the household and the other pet in the household. Um, so the communication and the help uh, was able to be elaborated in that scenario where I asked the pet parent uh, if our pet is taking any supplements, have we ever addressed any possible you know, arthritic pain or issues or onsets of it? And um, there, was, there, was nothing, um, there was nothing previously done. Okay. Um, so I communicated. I communicated to that veterinarian and that vet in particular was um, younger, not as experienced, not your typical, you know, 20 plus years in the field. And um, I basically went on by experience as to, I don't think we can, we don't have to go ahead and proceed as long as the owner is okay. And the owner completely understood and was thankful to have the option of, ah, I can do blood work and I can put my pet on NSAIDs as everything comes back normal and go from there. Okay. And um, it ultimately fixed an issue. The dog was just really painful. Okay. And then, <clears throat> then you did not have to proceed to the end of life care. Okay. Um, wow. That's a really good story. Uh, you know, we talk a lot on this podcast about <clears throat> both the working life of a veterinarian and then the life outside of it. And there's terms like work-life balance. There's there's something that um, Dr. Jason, who, of course, you know, our, our executive medical director, we talked about the idea of filling your cup and making sure that you're taking care of yourself. That's something that we speak with Dr. Rodney a lot about. So you've talked a lot about how <clears throat> techs are supporting vets mm -hmm. every day. And it, it sounds like vice versa, right? Yes. It's really yes. a huge team environment. Yes. But with the ins and outs of the day, of that 11-hour day and 20-some appointments, and then you go home and it's you got to turn turn your brain off, whatever it may be, how can vet techs go from supporting through the day and, and just being supportive of veterinarians across the board, whether it's – not even weather, excuse me, outside of work and in it? Um, I mean, obviously, without stepping any – overstepping any boundaries, I think uh, – given a group of people who work so many endless hours in a day throughout the week and, you know, at a time for years, uh, you have this somewhat family bond where you feel comfortable enough reaching out either via a text message mm -hmm. or a phone call and just saying, 
just checking in, great job today. Or I followed up with, you know, I had so-and-so follow up with the client from the other day with this, you know, odd, strange case who, you know, I know you were worried about, just letting you know it's doing well. Like, consider them family. We are all family and um, just do the same follow-ups, check in with people and, you know, just let them know you're here. You're thinking about them too. Yeah. It's like you said, vice versa. They're thinking about you too. I've, I've had plenty of days and especially beginning of the career where um, euthanasias were always my hardest. Um, ex like there were every experience was very different, but at the end they were just equally difficult. And it was nice to be able to have one of my veterinarians reach out to me saying, you know, just making sure that you're okay. And yeah, supporting you know, each other. Absolutely. Understanding you have a shared experience. Yes. So um, <clears throat> 13 years working as a vet tech, um, ups and downs, and now you're, you're here at My Pets Wellness. Yes. Uh, but all of the, <clears throat> excuse me, all the experience you have, I, I know we've only spoken for a few minutes, but such a good insight into that world, that relationship between the vet tech and the vet, which as I come to learn more and more as we do this work is just extremely important. Yes. So um, I appreciate you sharing your thoughts with us today. Um, Ooh, you. and, um, you know, talking to us about that vital relationship. Um, so thank you very much. Well, thank you, Kevin. Thank you for having me. And, um, I love sharing my experience and the little glimpse of things that I can yeah. share. It's um, again, I'm sure you have endless stories too. Oh, yes, I yes. do. <laughs> but coming back again and again to supporting <clears throat> your team member. Yes. And being a team and that open communication and how important the two of you uh, working together is. Yes, it is absolute key. It is, and that comes from being able to have trust with your technician and also trust with your vet. So as a tech, I have to trust my veterinarian and my veterinarian has to trust me to make sure that I have the pet parent, the pet's best interest at hand. And if I regardless of suggestions that may be made, all parties' um, decisions are considered like considered and respected equally. Okay, yeah. Well, thank you very much again. And thank, thank you, you everybody else who, who tuned in today. Um, excuse me. Uh, you can find out more about us at mypetswellness.net. Uh, we have this podcast, the weekly wellness podcast that comes out every Wednesday. We also have a, a DVM support group you can learn more about um, that meets every Thursday. Um, and uh, anything else you want to learn about us, you can find us at mypetswellness.net. So, Jamari, thanks again. Thank you, Kevin. And uh, thank you, everybody, for listening and, and watching. And uh, we'll see you next week on the My Pets Wellness Weekly Wellness Podcast. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>